Hello and welcome to episode four of the Lean with Dean podcast. I am your host, Dean. And here we're going to be speaking about my unique, unbiased, personal opinion on supplements. So I'm going to basically give you my complete rundown of my experience, my knowledge, and potentially my recommendation on what supplements you should and shouldn't be looking at and should completely avoid potentially the person who would be recommending certain supplements to you. Now, full disclaimer, I am not endorsed, paid, I have no affiliation with any supplement company whatsoever. So all of the opinions are completely my own and not influenced by any geezer that's thrown me a brown envelope to say yay or nay to anything, okay? So, wow, here we go. First of all, supplements. Supplements are there to supplement an already existing diet program, your training, the food you're taking in. These are key. These are the primaries. These are the things you need to focus on first before running to the supplement store or going online onto Holland and Barth and buying whatever comes up first. This is what I want you to avoid. Right? The clue is in the name. Supplements are there to supplement the diet and nutrition program you already have where it may be deficient now i when i was the tender age of 17 when joining the gym when i went and joined west point i went ahead and we went and bought tubs of protein not knowing what the hell it was from but with the illusion that i was going to look like the geezer that was on the label or the fella that was behind the till selling it truth be told that did not happen because I did not change the color of my skin. And I definitely, definitely did not look like the keys that was on the on the ball. So with that being said, supplements are there just to help you along the way and make up for where you are deficient. But they are no by no means like the be all and end all of any fat loss program or weight gain program, whatever it may be. So I'm going to go ahead. We're going to bring you through different types of supplements the most common ones and some that you may or may not have heard of we're going to speak about some legal some illegal supplements that you may have heard and just kind of go through and just give you as much information as possible one of the most common supplements you will ever ever come across is protein right it's the one that stinks up the fridge it's the one that stinks up the house in some cases it's the one where the container is left left not cleaned for anything longer than six to 12 hours you're basically breeding the cure to coronavirus in this container. This is how stinky these things get. Jokes, it's not. Disclaimer, it does not cure corona, right? I've been, on, I've been taking protein on and off for the last, say, 13, 14 years. What is it? So basically protein, whey protein is a byproduct of milk. And they basically take this whey and they will put it into a dried form and put it into a container and you'll go ahead and take it. Now, there are other bits and bobs that they can go ahead and add to it to basically boost its nutrition profile, lower its carbs, increase its carbs, mixed batch. It's like the whey protein is the car, and whether you get a Toyota or a Rolls Royce is depending on what they add to it, if you get me. Now, whey protein is cheap, it's convenient as hell, and it's a very, very simple way for you, if you're someone who lacks in protein, and is for just fine and hard to hit that protein that we spoke about in the previous podcast and you cannot get to that one gram per kilo by the way or even 1.2 grams per kilo by the way this is just a way of you to go ahead and hit it now think of when we were in normal times where you were sitting in the office with the gang and it's four o'clock and you're hungry what is more socially acceptable taking out a chicken fillet that you cooked yesterday 
or taking out a protein shake, shaking it, giving it a wee flex and impressing all the women or men in the office as to how athletic you are. The protein is more socially acceptable than the cold ass chicken filler that everyone's going to take a look at you and think you're a bloody weirdo, even though it has a more complete nutrition profile, potentially. So with that being said, I definitely recommend protein. It's cheap. It's easy to take. It can be tasty, but it is a test and adjust kind of process to find the brand that you like the most. Me personally, I go ahead with BSN. BSN are just a brand that I've taken for years. I just think they're super handy. They have possibly the nicest flavor protein I've ever had, the chocolate mudslide. So if you are looking for a protein, I would recommend that one. But there are millions of other brands and they're all delicious. And some are, some are terrible. But as I said, it's about finding the flavor profile that suits you and going ahead and giving it a go. Next up are multivitamins. So we're all aware of multivitamins. You can buy them off the counter. With this, I would say it's you get what you pay for. So if you're willing to invest a little bit more, you're going to get a little bit better product. At the end of the day, it's just nutritional insurance in the, in the sense that you're kind of just supplementing the diet, as I said. So you're going ahead and getting in your B, vitamin B, vitamin D, minerals, zinc, magnesium, other little bits and bobs. You're just kind of going ahead for a complete overall shotgun approach to get as much into you as possible. And whatever you don't piss out, happy days. You will see your wee change color when you do take a large multivitamin, especially if it's in the, like one of those drinking dissolvable drinks. I'm not going to say a name because if I say something wrong, I might get sued. I'm not going to say it. Um, so that's one way of looking at multivitamins. I do take them. I do take vitamin D. Um, I take it in a drop a drop format. I just throw it into a smoothie or just bang it onto my tongue if I'm feeling a little bit adventurous. I would recommend doing that because vitamin D deficiency is something that's super common in Ireland, especially a country which is lacking in sun. We uh, we get a lot of our vitamin D from the sun and daylight. So if you are lacking in daylight, there's a pretty much a good, a good possibility that you're also lacking in vitamin D and are vitamin D deficient. So I would suggest you go ahead and look into open that and supplementing that in your diet. We're going to move on to greens. Now, greens are a fantastic supplement. So you'll get a green powder. Now, do these taste great? No. Generally, they taste like shit. Um, I'm, I've had several different brands over the years. The best one I've probably had is a brand called Warrior. Um, it mixes well, but in the end, it's just do it with as little amount of water as possible and just get it down you. This is just a way of ensuring that if you if you're don't like vegetables or you just cannot be arsed cooking them, it's just a good one to kind of get in because you are getting the, nutri uh, the nutrients from, they're basically just dried broccoli, dried peas, dried, you name it, spinach, all in a tub. It's just a way of ensuring that you're going ahead and you're getting the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that are associated with these vegetables in their solid form. You're just going ahead and banging it in a shake. So I would recommend if you are crap at getting your vegetables into you, jump on a green shake and you'll go ahead and hit some of the bases and check some of the boxes at least. Next up is one of the most researched supplements, minerals, you could ever, ever have. So much so that I've gone ahead and I have the window open up here beside me. You probably guessed already, it's creatine. I'm just going to read the definition of creatine from examine.com. Creatine is a molecule that's produced in the body from amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of the body. It is primarily made in the liver and to a lesser extent in the kidneys and the pancreas. It stores high energy phosphate groups in the form of phosphocreatine, 
which are donated to ADP, adenosine diphosphate, regenerating it to ATP, adenosine triphosphate, the primary energy carrier in the body. Its role in energy production is particularly relevant under conditions of high energy demand, such as intense physical or mental activity. That is straight from the examine.com website, and it is a fantastic website to note for yourself whenever looking up anything to do with fat loss, nutrition, supplements. It's just a brilliant, brilliant website to kind of keep handy for yourself. I'm taking creatine a very, very long time. It is fantastic. There are some side, not side effects, excuse me. It did get a bad rep years ago because of, I hate this term, but correlation does not equal causation. Just because somebody took creatine does not mean they they had an issue as a result of the creatine. There may have been other things at bay. Creatine is safe. It's one of, one of the most researched drugs I say drugs, drugs is the wrong word. Supplements, molecules out there. Barnal. Like, there is a small little bit of uh, water retention, a small bit of water. Um, and depending on if you're going to have good kidneys, bad kidneys, there is some issues there that may arise. But if you do have normal functioning organs, be it your liver, your kidneys, there should not be any issue whatsoever. But I would recommend you go ahead and if you are taking this, you have it with plenty of water throughout your day. There are a lot of other benefits uh, with, with, protein, with taking creatine. It's obviously going to go ahead and increase, uh, possibly increase your lean mass because it's going to allow you to train at a higher intensity. It's been tested for anaerobic running capacity in many studies, which are kind of mixed. Results are mixed, but it has shown improvement in performance in some individuals. And there's also some showing some showings that it is helping cognitive performance um, in athletes and non-athletes. So it's helping people's mental mental activity, and it's also helping those <clears throat> been shown to kind of help people with reduction in mental fatigue, reduction in mental fatigue, and uh, who where people have like kind of a, a demanding mental uh, in scenarios such as uh, demanding mental activity, sleep deprivation, and traumatic brain injury. That's also taken from the exam website. It's just a fantastic molecule, and one that I would definitely recommend you looking into. And there's no, it's only suitable for men, it's only suitable for women. Take it. It's suitable for both. Next up, we have BCAAs. We have branched chain amino acids. Before we get stuck into this one, <clears throat> when it comes to amino acids, you have NEAA and EAA, non essential amino acids and essential amino acids. Some of which are essential to kind of human life, kind of muscular growth, performance, nutrition, everything else. And some are just wishy-washy. You get them, you get them. Like, it's not a big deal if you miss out. Don't worry about it. I, in my early 20s, was a big believer. I used to beat the drum of amino acids left, right, and center to the point where I used to take, what brand was it? It was BSN, and I think it was Candy Apple uh, Amino Energy. I think that's the brand I took. And my goodness, I used to take it every day thinking that was going to give me superpowers it didn't like man i wasted so much money on amino acids i or bcs i would not recommend bcs to anybody it's just flat it just gives water a better flavor save your money make sure you're getting your meat in right your chicken your fish your veg all that crack right make sure you're getting that in and have a ribena have a diluted or a cordial as I call it, as I'm now 31 years of age, have something like that instead. Save your money. It does make water a little bit more tasty. There are some studies, 
ah, I didn't want to mention it, but there are some studies that are supporting amino acids um, at the minute because as time goes on, we get to research things a little bit more. There's more data available. But there are some studies that suggest that amino acids do are playing a role in some things. Some things that I'm not going to get into detail now because I deal with mainly fat loss clients and it's just not high on your list of priorities right now, mate. It really, really isn't. I know you think you're an athlete. I understand that. But no. Pure and simple. I wasted a shit ton of my money on it and I do not want you to do the same. Next up, we have fat burners. Right, You might see might see a plastic all over holland and barrett all over websites where you will go ahead and buy supplements you'll see it all over a fat burner this fat burner that um these are just high stimulants where a lot of stuff they're going to go ahead and ha have a thermic effect inside of the body you don't want to go ahead and take these because they will ruin your tummy now when i say ruin your tummy are they going to ruin it forever possibly not possibly yes but they're not going to make you feel fantastic they're going to go ahead and elevate the uh, temperature in your body, elevate the core temperature in your body to increase uh, your metabolism, to go ahead and burn more calories, but you're just doing that because you're sweating, because your body's trying to produce water and sweat to cool you down. That's what it's trying to do. Um, there is caffeine in majority of these uh, fat burners, which is going to go ahead and give you a perk-me-up. Um, so you will feel an elevated heart rate as a result of this. I would push my clients and you those of you who are listening to avoid fat burners and just reduce your calories if your goal is fat loss don't waste your money on fat burners it is just not worth it this is going to bring us to the next one which is pre-workouts i will hold my hand up and say in my early 20s i was a big drinker of pre-workouts one in particular two in particular excuse me were borderline illegal to the point where they actually had to remake the entire blend because it contained what can only be described as lsd and acid um, and these were i believe that's what they had in my professional opinion i believe that's what they had it was what, what did we have we had jacked 3d so jack 3d jacked um i think that had something in it that was in a, in the same molecular profile as was it lsd or speed it was one either um, and then you had no explode. So BSN, no explode. So like I said, I've been with BSN a long, long time, nearly 15 years. Um, and that stuff was a different joke. But the problem with the two of them I found, it was to come down afterwards. So pre-workout, it it's like seven coffees with a load of other bits and bobs kind of chucked into the, into the mix. And you get these mad tingles on your body. You're like, hyper aware it dilutes the blood vessels and allows blood to kind of rush around the body just a little bit quicker and faster it's uh some of them are pretty wicked especially some of the obscure brands um that are a little bit a little bit volatile let's say where you can go ahead and bang whatever you can into a tub and sell it <laughs> what's where uh, yeah i've had some pretty wicked pretty wicked uh my uh pre-workouts over the years and to the point where i just don't take them anymore if i am training and i do fancy a little bit of a pick-me-up i will have a cup of coffee be it an espresso or just a stronger black coffee um instead and on the other side of that pre-workouts or any stimulant before training is in some cases whether it's a monster it's a red bull it's a shark or it's any other energy drink it's masking fatigue when you when you're at a stage where you need a pre-workout to get a session done you need to ask yourself am i training because i want to train or would a rest suit me better 
then taking these chemicals or taking this caffeine or this stimulant would me taking a day off a rest recovery getting an early night sleep would that serve me better than the session that i'm about to do and in a lot of cases it's the rest that would actually benefit you the most where if you were to go ahead and take that day off take that session off get to bed a little bit earlier that night sleep is one of the most underrated and underutilized performance enhancing drugs you have ever come across and it's one that is only being really tapped into now cristiano ronaldo sleeps more hours per day than he's awake he naps during the day now when you have one of the number one athletes in the world sleeping throughout the day there's definitely reasons to believe that sleep is pivotal to performance now there are some other things that big ronnie lends his name to that we won't get into right now but that's for another podcast <laughs> unless i guess it on that one as well so i would push you to go ahead and not go for pre-workouts it's masking fatigue i don't want you to go down that road i want you to listen to your body if you feel too tired don't train and in the if, in the old kind of phrase i used to use with my clients if it's not a fuck yeah it's a fuck no and that goes for work relationships and training sessions these are things that you need to think of when you're going for a workout and last but by certainly no means least you have mexican supplements which is just a joke for steroids and steroids are rampant through the industry to the point where when you look at someone's instagram like it might be your favorite fitness influencer um, <clears throat> they might have 50 60 100 a million uh, followers you have to ask yourself that person's job is to look in peak peak physical condition all year round because of ads because of the following because of their training programs because of their training plans wouldn't it make sense for them to add a little bit of something to it now i have zero problem with steroids i have no hang up on it no wishes whatsoever my only issue with steroids is when the individual the influencer the pt the coach whoever it may be is not transparent with his viewers his followers his customers his clients that he is on gear and his physical his or hers because women it is on the rise in the, in the with the females population also i would encourage them to be transparent with their clients because you're looking at you're looking at someone's instagram and when you buy their program you're kind of buying into the idea of hopefully looking like that person and if they're playing by a different set of rules than what you are or willing to play by you're in some ways never going to look like that individual and i will say there are individuals who are just high responders that just respond think of that person in school right whether you were into sport or not in sport it doesn't matter you can you can bring your bring a thought back to when you're in school who was that kid 14 years of age 15 16 17 that was just a freak and i mean an athletic freak they looked at a barbell they looked at a sprint and they just had big legs big arms big shoulders they just responded so so quickly to whatever stimuli was put in front of them i'm not talking academic i'm talking sport i'm talking physical like accomplishments I'm talking their makeup was just for not like gifted Greek gods like look like they chisel them 
I went to school with a few people like this that just were built, they were built different. If you look at the NFL, guys over there are just built different, if you know what I mean. So when you have these people that may or may not be playing by the rules, if they're not playing by the rules, I wish they would tell you or tell the viewer or tell the followers and be open about it. But the reason why they don't is because it will affect their income. That's why these people do not. It's why these coaches, it's why these PTs, it's why these fitness models don't come clean about this because they're afraid it will affect their revenue. Because you, me, I have done it as well. I have bought plans and bought programs off individuals online who I didn't know were actually on gear. I felt that I could achieve that physique. I was... Mate, I was in my late teens and I would buy, I would get money off my mum or at the stage I was working in lifestyle sports, I would get money and I would buy training programs, training plans off tnation.com and follow the individuals who were listening on this and go and research them and I, I, I was completely naive to the point that I didn't think anyone was on gear. And I felt that he looks the way he looks because of BCAAs, fat burners, pre-workouts, creatine, multivitamins, greens. I thought he was doing all the ethical things, the potential, the legal things, should we say, the legal. I thought he went down the legal route, but it turns out the vast majority of the people who I followed and invested, invested in were all on gear. So it's something that I definitely want you to kind of take in mind when looking at your favorite influencers page. Are they on gear? Are they being open and honest about them being on gear? Sometimes, in a lot of cases, we're the smoke this far. But I bring it back to I have zero problem with it. Take it. If it comes to a stage in my life when my testosterone my testosterone drops below a certain point as I age, which is natural, will I look into potentially taking TRT? testosterone replacement therapy it's something that i am open to down the line because the health implications of a decreased level of testosterone is massive and it's something that i definitely want to prolong having testosterone in my body because it just allows you to be a little bit healthier build a little bit more muscle mass but there are other areas of your health that are impacted as a result of low testosterone so guys we've gone ahead and we've gone through a lot there we've hit whey protein multivitamins, greens, creatine, BCAAs, fat burners, pre-workouts, and then good old-fashioned supplements, uh, Mexican supplements, excuse me, the steroids. Uh, Arnold. Uh, that was my attempt at an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. Uh, so I hope all this, guys, is pretty helpful and pretty insightful. My personal opinion is you do not need supplements. My educated opinion is it can help you if you use the right ones. And the only ones I would ever recommend are whey protein, creatine and a green drink and a multivitamin excuse me so that was four so you have whey protein a green drink green drink is kind of like meh you can you can if you if you're if you're not getting vegetables get it into you but uh, multivitamins in, in particular vitamin d is a, is a game changer and then you have your creatine as well creatine for everybody creatine we put on the top of this followed by whey followed by multivit followed by, followed by greens hope this guy hope this helps everyone hope this helps you Hope this helps you kind of have a bit of a better idea around supplements. And if anyone, anyone is offering you a plan which contains only shakes, 
supplements as a, result, as a means of losing weight, losing fat, understand this. And if it's coming from a friend, a friend is selling you this. They are not your friend. They're selling to you. They are a salesperson. They're taking advantage of your friendship with that person and you trusting that person. You will lose weight on whatever diet or program they put you on because you're consuming 900 calories, all coming from shakes. This is not how you achieve fat loss, guys. Stick to your way. Include it with your meals that you're already having. Add a multivitamin into your body for nutritional insurance. Add greens into your nutrition profile for nutritional insurance. And add creatine in just to tick all those other boxes. Guys, great episode forward to the Lean With Dean podcast. I look forward to seeing you next on next uh, Wednesday, Sunday's episode. And we will be doing all things training, I believe. How to train at home and uh, training tips that you can take away now. Which is going to be very, very interesting. You can go ahead and implement to level up your training programs now. So that's on the next episode. Remember, get in touch with me on Instagram. Make sure you screenshot this on your Spotify and bang it up on the Instagram stories because it helps. We're on a very, very aggressive um, release schedule with this. We're doing three episodes per week to go ahead and get our message out there as quick as possible. Valuable messages to as many people as we can in Ireland and abroad, even though majority of my listeners are from Ireland. But buzzing for this, guys. Hope you have a fantastic week, day, year, whatever time it is that you are listening to this. Have a good one. See you.